0: Really, really interesting past, a great backstory, a weird backstory, but phenomenal. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he ever winds up playing. He's going to the practice squad. At any rate, we'll talk about him. We'll also talk about what's going on on the comments portion of this page. People are arguing back and forth, and they're arguing with me, and they're saying that either Matt Ryan is to blame for all the turnovers and all the sacks, or that the offensive line is to blame for all the sacks, all the interceptions, all the fumbles. It's not either or. We're going to talk about that. We'll also talk Ashton Doolin, some bad news about Ashton Doolin today. Mm, Not so good. Colts, they got the Jaguars coming up this weekend, and it is an absolutely huge game this is is Inside Indiana Sports now with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR.com backslash Kent. You make an initial deposit of a hundred bucks; they're going to give you twenty-five dollars in free casino play. How about that? BUSR.com backslash Kent. And for the sports book. Your deposit and in your initial deposit up to a grand, they'll match it in free play. All right, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And you know what? If you uh, want to make a donation, you go right ahead and do that. I get a special graphic. I'll see the question and we'll answer it in real time. Uh, what's in the prize egg? You can win it. You've got to be a subscriber. And you've got to like a video this week, and you could win what is in the prize egg. We will announce that on Friday when we talk to Ivan, the uh, persimmon prognosticator, who has, like, been on fire all year long picking games. Absolutely outstanding stuff, giving you a chance to win should you uh, choose to engage in a little bit of fun by uh, putting a couple of shekels on a game. You got a lot of games coming up this weekend, including the Colts and the Jaguars, like I said. Here's what I want to talk about. We've we've kind of entered an age as a society where we need to point at something, at somebody to blame for everything that we don't like. Oh, we're also going to talk about Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera, which is just absolutely... Ron Rivera did not mince words yesterday. Today, he kind of walked it back a little bit. But anyway, this has to do with Carson Wentz a little bit in that we're talking about the quarterback position for the Colts and who is to blame. Football's an interesting game. There's no one that you can just point at and say, this guy's the idiot. This guy's the problem. It's Matt Pryor. Matt Pryor's the bad egg. We got to get rid of Matt Pryor. And if we do, Matt Ryan is going to be great. That's not the way football works. Nor does it work like, oh, now that we're five great. What's our prediction? What's my prediction on our record? Thank you for the donation. Trucking across America live. Uh, I think they're, uh, you know what, eight, eight and one. Honest to God, I think they're going to go six and six the rest of the way. They're not good enough to win a bunch of games in a row. They're not bad enough to lose a bunch of games in a row. They find ways to win the games they ought to lose. That is my answer to that question. I hope that I amend it. Another two games, maybe we'll amend it. I think they're going to be three and three after seven. Three, three, and one. At any rate, our society is a blame-oriented society. We need somebody to vilify in order to satisfy kind of our bloodlust for those who do us harm. And the harm being done to us in this case is the indianapolis colts turning the ball over matt ryan has thrown seven interceptions and speaking of carson wentz that's how many he had all of last year matt ryan has fumbled the ball 11 times 11 times for god's sake that's a lot of of uh of fumbles wentz had eight last year wentz had 32 sacks in 17 games Matt Ryan's got 21 after five. It's not just Matt Ryan's fault. It's the members of the offensive line not doing what's necessary to protect him. It's also Matt Ryan's fault because he doesn't get rid of the ball quickly enough. If you average 2.8 seconds to throw the football, which is historically kind of where Matt Ryan is, and you got other guys you know what, who are 2.5 seconds, Matt Ryan's going to get hit more often than 2.5 guy. All right? If you get rid of anyone, no matter who it is, Danny Pinter, uh, Matt Pryor, name your guy. Name the guy, Ryan Kelly, who nobody likes anymore somehow or another. You get rid of those guys, all of a sudden, Matt Ryan's going to be Tom Brady? No, he's not. This... The great thing about football is it's truly a team game. Not one guy deserves all the credit, and not one guy deserves all the blame. This is 11 players on the field causing a specific result play after play after play after play. Some of the plays, like Matt Ryan the other night against the Broncos, two terrible reads through two picks. Those two picks that just lost track of the safety. You can't have that. No question. But the offensive line also malfeasant in allowing guys to get to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's not fumbling the football on his own, but he is holding on to the football too long. It's not uh, Sam Ellinger would fix all these problems. No. it's And it's not, you know what, um, Bernard Ryman at left tackle – and move Ryan Kelly to right guard and install Danny Pitter at center and put Braden Smith back at at right tackle. It's not that either. Everything's got to work together in harmony for football to be played effectively. That's the way it works. And we really have to get to the point where we stop all this finger-pointing. My God, I know it's societal, and I know it's the way news works, you, you need a hero and a villain. You need those two things to build a narrative that's going to draw eyeballs. But life is way more nuanced than that. And even football is more nuanced than that. So take a deep breath and understand that all are guilty and all are to be credited. And that the Colts are 2-2-1 two, two, and one, and that's not all bad. They signed... a a tackle who has played a lot of football over his lifetime and actually spent some time with the Colts in training camp back in 2012 as sort of one of those Ryan Grigson reclamation projects. He's 6'8", 230. His name is Ty Inseki. A really interesting past. He's done time. He uh, boosted some computer stuff when he was a freshman in college. Went to another school, kind of washed out because he's, he wasn't a morning person. Uh, got in some more trouble with a computer thing that would allow you to pump gas for free. He has been a security guard in a strip club. He is a really interesting guy. He's also been a very good football player for a number of teams, including the Rams, who claimed him off waivers in 2012 after the Colts released him, waived him. And he's also played for the Redskins, the Bills. The Cowboys, last year, he's 36 years old. He's coming to Indianapolis, and he's kind of a fascinating guy. And and so, more depth, good. He goes to the practice squad. Ashton Doolin goes to IR with that foot. That's not good. Chris Williams has been bumped up to the 53-man roster. We'll see how all that works out. Ashton Doolin, what a shame. Finally getting some run at wide receiver still playing at a really high level in special teams. They're going to miss him in special teams. This is yet another bite at the apple for Michael Straughn. Straughn, one man's misery is another man's glory in the NFL, and Straughn's going to get more targets as a result of Doolin going down. And so, I think, is Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell has got to find a way to be more productive for this team. And a lot of that has to do with establishing trust between he and Matt Ryan. Alec Pierce is coming into his own. Trust being established with Matt Ryan. Michael Pittman Jr. has trust established with Matt Ryan. That's the way it works. And, you know, if they run a four-wide receiver set or a three-wide receiver set with a tight end or two and a back, Matt Ryan's going to miss some open receivers. That's the way football works. What if you have two open receivers on the same play? Uh, People looking at film need to know how to look at film in order to judge the film accurately. Film in the wrong hands is not a force for understanding. It's just not. Um, Marcus Brady sounds like in a media availability today that was Zoomed, He's sold on Bernard Ryman as the left tackle. He is going to start at left tackle. He's got to get better at left tackle, and he's committed to getting better at left left tackle, and you saw him get better at left tackle throughout the game against the Denver Broncos on Thursday night. Week and a half to kind of look at the tape, adjust his technique, get ready for Sunday against the Jaguars. We'll see what happens. Um, Yesterday the Washington Commanders coach, Ron Rivera, was asked. He was asked this. Uh, why the other NFC East teams have jumped past Washington? And he said, quarterback. Ron Rivera was uh, taught a lot about football by Buddy Ryan. Tact clearly uh, was taught, Buddy Ryan-style tact, to uh, Ron Rivera, And Ron Rivera reflected that yesterday. And then today, he said that he met with the team, met with Wentz, uh, said he didn't state his points clearly. And then he said, and I apologize for Rivera's language, but I'm quoting, shit, I had a bad day. There you go. That happens. You know what I mean? So Ron Rivera, Carson Wentz, and what do we care? About Carson Wentz. Why do we keep bringing up Carson Wentz? Well in this instance it's because Carson Wentz needs to play 70 percent of the available snaps of the commander's offense in order for the Colts draft pick that they got from the commanders to be kicked from a third round pick to a second round pick. Remember last year the 70 percent threshold is what kicked the Eagles into the first round with a Colts pick, instead of the second round. Same deal this year, same percentage. Wentz has to play 70% through five games. He's played virtually all of the offensive snaps, 70%. Come on, Carson. Be just good enough to get to that 70% threshold. We'll see if he's able to do it, and and we'll see if Ron Rivera isn't going to lose his mind. We saw what happened on Sunday with the Commanders, playing against the Titans. Uh, Commanders first and goal on the two. They throw it to the Titans. The Titans, they drop it. Second and goal from the two. They throw it to the Titans again. The guy can't hold on to it. Third and two. Finally, Carson Wentz gets the outcome that the Titans hoped for, and that was an interception. Instead of doing something different, I mean, for the love of God, What are you doing? You know what? It's not all Carson Wentz unless he uh, contradicted the play that was set in by the offensive coordinator. You know what? You, You run what's called. You do your best. In this case, Carson fell just short. He had a really, really good game. He was so Carson Wentz. Had a very, very good game statistically. Did a lot of good things. And then with the game on the line, threw it to the other guys. That's him. Don't do that so much. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know what? He didn't suddenly forget how to play football and didn't suddenly forget how to identify open receivers. He didn't just suddenly forget how to read a defense. That's not what has happened to Matt Ryan. It is a combination of factors that have caused Matt Ryan's level of play to diminish through five games this year. However, he's been good enough in three-fourth quarters to get the Colts wins or at least non-losses. They've beaten the Chiefs, right? They beat the Broncos. They tied the Texans. I'm not going to talk about the first game against the Jaguars because it makes me sad to think of 24 nothing. not going to talk about that game against the uh, uh, Titans because that makes me sad, too. That was 24-17. The Colts have got to find a way to score more than 20 points this Sunday. They haven't done it since the game, since that game in Arizona against the Cardinals. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. Another chance and entry to win what is in the prize egg. We have given away great swag. It's what we do, right? And we'll talk about the Colts. What do we see this weekend? Tomorrow's Optimism Wednesday. No more talking about Matt Ryan and and how Matt Ryan look at this. Twenty-one sacks, seven picks, eleven fumbles. For the love of God, hold on to the football. Get out of your mind. Tomorrow it's all smiles. Go smile through the whole show and say all kinds of positive things about Matt Ryan. You'll see. Yeah, I can do it.